Welcome to the Daily Dad Podcast. During the week, we bring you a daily meditation of the best parenting wisdom you can find drawing on history and philosophy and psychology literature to inspire you to be a little bit better at the most important job you have. And then on the weekends, I have sort of a wrap-up conversation with my friend, fellow dad, and writing partner, Niels Parker. We just explore what's going on in our lives, what we're struggling with as parents, what we're doing well, what we want to do better, and what we've learned along the way, and what we've learned in the last week. So let's go. Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. What we've been thinking a lot about this week is now that we're both vaccinated, cases are still relatively low here where we are. Obviously, this Delta variant is real and concerning, but while life isn't totally back to normal, nor nor should it be, as I've said a bunch of times over at Daily Stoic, you don't want life to go back to normal because normal is what caused this. Normal not only doesn't exist, but if it did, normal is what caused this. So this idea of like, let's get back to normal is ridiculous. But as things are kind of opening up and more stuff is going on, you know, you are fine after a year or more of like this super limited home-based life because you're trying to be safe, you're trying to keep other people safe, you're trying to keep your kids safe. That's changing. I know so many people are sending their kids to summer camp, they're going on vacations, that everyone's back in the office, everyone's back at school, whatever. We're we're noticing just we're doing so much more. And almost unthinkingly, you just kind of slip back into this like slipstream of busyness and activity and commitments. But what we noticed was how quickly like our kids stopped sleeping as much. We started staying up later, stopped eating as well. Uh, you know, nap time became a problem. You just like the routine, the structure, the system, it started falling apart. And for very, I would say very little benefit, but also a lot of downside. And so like this weekend, we made a real conscious decision to like not do anything. And we're real, not only because we're kind of looking with one eye towards the Delta variant, you know, our kids are too young to be vaccinated. Uh, we're in the South where vaccination rates are not great. And so it, you know, this could be serious, um, but we're just sort of thinking, okay, let's focus on, let, let, let's get back to, to the, the basics a little bit. In fact, I had, uh, the wonderful Andy Langer, uh, Esquire writer, uh, great DJ music aficionado here in Austin. He, he came out to the bookstore, uh, the painted porch and we had, we had lunch the other day and, and he was talking about how, you know, when you get a dog. Uh, you know, you're crate training the dog. You're, you put them in the crate. They hate the crate, uh, but eventually the crate becomes a place of comfort and they, they like going in the crate. And he was saying that there's a little bit of that with COVID where we've gotten used to this sort of quieter, more contained life. And then you go out and you realize, oh, I, I'm like having a little anxiety. I got to go back to the crate. I guess that's a little bit what we're saying, but it's more like structure and routine. My, my first son never napped at home only nap like on the move running bike uh, in the car but my other son because we spent so much time at home we actually got into a really good routine and we saw the benefits of that and behavioral benefits of it and 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 anyways just we found ourselves drifting already from 
the much more structured, productive, happy life that we got in during the pandemic. And again, because we can work from home and we sort of work for ourselves, we have the freedom to kind of decide how we want our life to be. So it's not like we're being forced to do it. So why? What's, we're sort of taking a minute to really stop and think about how we want things to be. Um, we had to like send a picture of something to someone. We, we went back and my wife pulled up on her phone, you know, like what we did, I think it was like August of 2019. Now, I think August of 2019, I was on book tour for stillness or, or whatever. So late 2019, I'm on book tour for stillness. And it was like, our youngest was like six months old and our oldest was like three or something. But it was like planes almost every weekend, a wedding, uh, whatever. Uh, and it was, and, and then we were sort of like remembering what happened on the trips, all the things that went wrong. There was a suitcase that broke. My wife had to do this one or this one. I remember I had flown somewhere. Uh, I had flown somewhere and then I forgot my passport and then she had to fly me my passport. Just like, I think sometimes you look back as you get older, you look back and it's like, what was I doing? That was insane. No wonder all, no wonder things were so stressful and difficult and, and how self-imposed it was, uh, how self-inflicted it was that we were just over committing and over committing for no real end. And I think when I now think about, when I now think about what I want my life to look like coming out of the pandemic, this, you know, sort of forced lifestyle experiment. I have a lot more clarity, things I never would have been able to experiment and try because, you know, it would have been insane to turn down all in-person speaking for 15 months. It would have been insane to not travel for a book launch as I did for Lives of the Stoics in the fall and to not do book tours, to do it all from home. It would have been insane to say no to the cool opportunities that would come up or this or that, you know, um, and so I never would have done it, but I wasn't aware of the opportunity costs, right? Like, I mean, I've done, I think I've had to miss bedtime maybe three times since March of 2020. And it was like, I had a virtual speaking gig in Australia or, you know, there, there were like some, some things were just the time zones just barely worked. But I have put my kids to bed almost every consecutive night for the longest that I'll probably ever do in their lives. Um, we've had so many days in a row together, so many walks in the evening, so many walks in the morning. We have a routine that's like almost now like printed in our DNA. And I think what you realize when you have kids is that routine and structure is everything. It's comforting. It's like the crate that Andy was talking about. You need some you need structure because if you can do, if uh, Seneca says, you know, he who is everywhere is nowhere. When you're doing a million things, you're not doing anything well. And your kids are overwhelmed. You know, it doesn't matter if they're 17 or, or seven months, like they're overwhelmed and intimidated and they don't know that they're these things. Got a quick message from one of our sponsors and then we'll get right back to the show. Stay tuned. We talk a lot about getting better here at Daily Dad, and it's important to always get better because your kids are always watching. And if you're in a bad place mentally, if you're overworked, if you're holding on to resentment, if you've got childhood issues that you haven't dealt with, that's going to have an impact on your kids. And that's why today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is so great. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash daily dad. That's better com slash daily dad. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health, the help of an experienced professional. We've got a special offer for Daily Dad listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash daily dad. Today's sponsor is something I use most mornings. I'm talking about Harry's. They deliver a great shave, a great product for as low as two bucks a refill. Cheap disposable razors can save you money, but they're not giving you the best shave that you could be getting. And that's why today's sponsor, Harry's, doesn't make you choose between a great shave and a fair price. For a limited time, Harry's is offering their starter set plus a free body wash for just three bucks at harrys.com slash daily dad. Harry's delivers you razors right to your door. And when you run out, it's two bucks a refill. For a limited time, they've made this exclusive offer even better for listeners of this podcast. New customers get a special offer and a Harry's starter set and body wash at harrys.com slash daily dad. You get a five blade razor, a weighted Truman handle, foaming shave gel, a travel blade cover, and a travel size body wash. It's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash daily dad to redeem your offer today. Look, there's nothing better than getting better. Growth is satisfying. And if you want to inspire your kids, you want to show them that it's never too late, that they should always be growing, I think the best way to do that is by growing yourself. And if you are looking for a great way to grow in 2021, to add new skills to your repertoire, check out Skillshare and its amazing community of members. Right now, you can get a free trial of Skillshare's premium membership when you visit Skillshare.com slash Daily Dad. There's a cool class I was checking out called Artivism about creating inspiring art for change taught by this guy, Nicholas Smith. Uh, But look, there's courses about everything you can possibly imagine. Hobbies are important. I talk about this in Stillness is the Key. So if you want to pick up skills or hobbies or, or, or just new ways to be creative and grow, I recommend Skillshare. It's incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes or workshops. An annual Skillshare subscription is less than 10 bucks a month. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Daily Dad and get a free trial of their premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Daily Dad. But it wasn't normal for us to get on a plane every weekend for four weeks. Like, and they couldn't say, I hate this. I don't want to do it. But we did it anyway. And when I think, and, and I wonder like, when I think about where I got this from, I think back to my own childhood. My, my parents had this like, little cabin in Lake Tahoe, uh, then before that we had like, they had a boat, uh, near San Francisco. It was docked near San Francisco and we would just go every weekend. We were always gone. And I think back, you know, I think back to like, why didn't I have like super close friendships? Probably cause I was never around to play with my friends on the weekend. I was always gone, you know? Um, why did, so that was a, a downside a upside is why did I love reading so much time in the car? Of course, so much time alone, of course. But the, the point is, your kids don't understand what normal is. They just sort of internalize whatever the rhythm or the motion or the activity of your life is. 
And I think what COVID revealed, this sort of quarantine life, this bubble life revealed is like, oh, things are things are better at a slower pace. I mean, obviously you still have to make money, you still have to, you know, engage in the world. There's stuff you have to do and and stuff that it was painful to miss out on, of course. But the slower life, I think, is a more natural life. And so what we're working on is like, okay, what do we need to say no to? What boundaries do we need to enforce? What uh, what sort of lines are we going to put around ourselves for our family so we're healthy, happy, and that, that idea of stillness that I talk about? You know, Eisenhower famously defines freedom as the opportunity for self-discipline. And I'd argue, as I do in Stillness is the Key, that freedom and power and success require self-discipline because without it, you know, chaos and complacency move in. You have to have discipline. And that's how discipline is how we maintain our freedom. You have to get in the right headspace to do your work. You have to be in the right headspace to be there for your family, to be connected. You know, your routine can be anything, of course. Um, but I think at the core of it is some sort of order or arrangement. And there's this great quote from William James that I love, um, you know, because so most people sort of wake up and they face this day, an endless barrage and overwhelming choices. You know, what do I wear? What do I eat? What do I do first? What are we going to do today? Where are we going to go? What, what should we do? What do you want to do? I don't know. When are we going to go here? You know, oh, we have to do this, right? Um, and, and it's exhausting. And it's a whirlwind of conflicting impulses and incentives and inclinations interruptions. And that's not a path to stillness. So here, here's, the, here's the William James quote. For this, we must make automatic and habitual as early as possible, as many useful actions as we can, and guard against the growing into ways that are likely to be disadvantageous to us, as we should guard against the plague. The more of the details of our daily life we can hand over to the effortless custody of automation, the more our higher powers of mind will be set free for their own proper work. There is no more miserable human being than one to whom nothing is habitual but indecision, for whom the lighting of every cigar, the drinking of every cup, the timing of rising and going to bed every day, and the beginning of every bit of work are subjects of express violational deliberation. So what I'm talking about really is, and this is what we talked about last week, getting your house in order, but we're also talking about getting your day scheduled, limit interruptions, limit the number of choices you have to make, limit the number of things have to do. And then you're less troubled and your kids are less troubled. As I say in the Build a Routine chapter, stillness is the key. For inspiration, we should take our model as the Japanese flower arrangers, orderly, quiet, focused, clean, fresh, deliberate. You don't find them trying to practice in noisy coffee shops or bleary-eyed in a rush at 3 a.m. because they plan poorly. You will not find them picking up their trimmers on a whim or in their underwear while they talk on the phone to an old friend who has just called. All of this is too random, too chaotic for the true master. A master is in control. A master has a system. A master turns the ordinary into the sacred, and so must we. So, talking to you, the beginning of what will hopefully have been, what will hopefully turn out to be a relaxing, stiller weekend, which should flow seamlessly into a week in which we only do what is essential, we say no to things, we do things in order, we're conscious, we're deliberate. Of course, their young kids are going to run around and be crazy, and we're going to have to be reactive to all of that. But with our larger decisions, with how we arrange the house, with 
what we say no to, with the plans that we make, with the things we commit to, with the order and structure that we keep as the adults, we can hopefully rein this in a little bit, create sort of a little bit of a paddock, you know, like that a horse or something runs around, some, some, some sort of bumpers that keep us from spinning out, losing complete control and uh, feeling safe, protected, calm, clear-eyed still. In the crate, things will go back to normal, maybe, or maybe they're not. You know, life is not normal. Life is always and always will be chaotic. But I think the question is, how do we make some of the things that have happened over the last several months a new normal? How do we maintain some of the bubble as we go forward into the chaos of the world? I think you and your kids would be grateful if you do. Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Dad podcast. You can get this via email every day as well at dailydad.com. Please leave us a review in iTunes. Most importantly, if you know any dads or parents who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. Thanks. Thanks.